Welcome to the 89th edition of Make Pro Wrestling Majestic Again. I am Tiger Height. And I am Peanut Gallery. So, we have a very interesting topic to talk about since there's no pay-per-view, but let's go into my soapbox because we have to change it up. So, before we get into the soapbox, I'm adding something to the criterion. I'm doing the views, the demo, and the placement on where it was numbers-wise in cable. So... Let's, go, let's start off with Raw, which had a major dip from 1.693 million last week to 1.489 million, but they were against the playoffs. Yeah. And not just the playoffs, they were right in line with America's team, the Cowboys playoff right. game. So, so a significant drop there yeah, for that reason. Yeah, something to expect. <laughs> right. Um, and it was a .42 demo next to a .5 from last week. Mm -hmm. And it was number six on cable where everything above it was something to do with the NFL. Games and coverage. Right. So Raw would have been a lot higher without, right. the, uh, without the playoffs. So... The Bloodline versus The Judgment Day. The segment was fun. I really like the engagement with Rhea Ripley and Solo Sokoa. She's really starting to look like a credible threat, but mm -hmm. they've just built Judgment Day great. Mm -hmm. They've been continuously winning. They're the number one contenders for the tag team, the Raw Tag Team Champions, and it just is working really, really well. I like the high energy. It was good energy to start yep. the show. The Sokoa versus Ali match was just so Sokoa can stay strong. Uh, <laughs> Mustafa Ali is a nothing sandwich at this point. <laughs> right. The Street Profits versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin was a good showcase of the tag teams, especially right now. They need to reestablish mm -hmm. separate tag team divisions, and I think that's the point of this match. Not only that, but MVP providing a distraction for Cedric and Shelton to lose, mm -hmm. getting them possibly back into with the Hurt Business. Overall, I'm very, I'm very, very happy about this. We're rocking and rolling. Becky Lynch and Bayley's stuff was good, but I hope this is short, and the cage match is tomorrow, so that's all well and good. Mm -hmm. Elias and Omos was just to get Omos back into it, I guess, and it was a nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason that he was gone was that his father passed away. There's a lot of death uh, this week, so have fun with that. Alpha Academy are now baby faces, which is definitely needed. They keep getting cheered very loudly, yep. very prominently, and WWE is going to move themselves into the babyface position, which is the wisest idea. Yeah. And especially right now, they need some baby faces. Yeah. And good momentum uh, for the tag title match next week because Judgment Day did beat them. Uh, the uh, Io Sky and Mia Yim match was an absolute nothing. Uh, unless Candice and Yim are going to be teaming for the tag titles, it was right. pointless. And they gave no indication of that happening, nor do I care because other than Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss, the rest of it is just totally directionless. Right. I couldn't care less. Yeah. The brawl, the, the brawl between Belair and Bliss was good, but at the same time, it meant absolutely nothing. And once again, the Uncle Howdy stuff, I'm just not sure how that's going to be incorporated that's with the still, match. That's still very confusing for me. So I'm a bit worried about it, to be honest with you. I hope it doesn't overshadow what these women can do in the ring because they're both very good. Uh Tozawa and Reed was just a showcase for Reed. I kind of wish they did this to get started with Bronson Reed coming back mm -hmm. instead of just helping The Miz and then do nothing with him. 
And finally, the six-man was a good way to reestablish the United States champion division as of right now. Bobby Lashley winning was obvious, but at the same time, you include other people within mm -hmm. that, like Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, Dolph Ziggler, other than just Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley. Right. So all, all over was good. It was clear, established, contender. Always fun with that. Let's go into NXT. So NXT had 600,000 people watching, down from 700, but 700,000 was because it was New Year's Evil. Right. So there was a definite difference there with the card. And it was a .14 demo next to a .15. So the demo was actually better, mm -hmm. even though it was lower, but just as a comparison with that. And it was number 26 on cable television. Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, Apollo Crews, and Axiom was a fun opener. I just don't know what they're going to be doing going forward with right. this. I hope they do something because it's a good team. They're a good team. They really need some teams as well. Toxic Attraction segment was fine. That set up the main event. It was there. I don't know what else to say. Uh, Sol Ruka and Alba Fire was good. Uh, Sol Ruka continues to get better. I mean, much, much better. Mm -hmm. Her her new finisher, which is called the Soul Snatcher, that like weird flipping RKO move just continues to get people really invested with her, yeah. and I'm all on board with it. She's really starting to get what to do. Mm -hmm. Very happy about it. Uh, the Jensen and Briggs versus Gallus was good, but at the same time, they gave them a lot of time, a lot of good action, and then also with Kiana James and, oh God, what's her name? Fallon Henley. Even though it's a weird love triangle rivalry, mm -hmm. it's fine. It works for me. Right. It's just, it's there. It gives them a dynamic that they have to work with. Uh, because of what happened literally earlier this day, this is when Jay died. So the New Day were going to have the funeral procession mm -hmm. for the Pretty Deadly's title contention. Right. But obviously they changed it. New Day were still dressed in a funeral regalia, but they didn't do that. So right. they actually made this segment into a good segment with lots of energy to establish a three-way tag team title match for Vengeance Day. Right. So thank God they changed it on the fly, and that was a Shawn Michaels decision. Very happy about that. Most people online were. I believe Burnell got knocked out during his match with Tyler Bate. I'm not sure if it was just... Uh, jitters, or he got excited, or what happened, right. but it was just very strange. I hope he is okay. Um, it is what it is. And I like this stuff with Toxic Attraction when they actually had the confrontation with each other. Mm -hmm. You get Lyra and Cora into their own program, getting them out of the way, and then the triple threat was the main focus. So overall, good. I still like the show. AEW Dynamite had 969,000 people watching, and that was from 967 last week with a .31 demo next to a .33. So take that as you will. And it was number three on cable on Wednesday behind the NBA games. But right. that was going to be expected. Uh, the Orange Cassidy and Jay Lethal match was actually a lot of fun. They continue to put this title on the line, and it's like you guys have another champion, which is also being put on the line a lot. And the stuff with Dutt, where it's only Dutt's job on the line if any of them interfere in each other's right. matches, I, th I think that's actually a really creative uh, workaround to the general je ne sais quoi. So I'm very happy that they did that. 
Let's see what they're going to do with it. And the direction overall is refreshing. So the Bucks in top flight was very good. And once again, top flight won. So they are really on them right yeah. now. And I am so grateful for that. Well, they, isn't this is a very highly delayed push that they're getting uh, right, because but, of all the injuries. But um, yeah, definitely better late than never. Right. So I'm glad that they're really doing it. And right now they are just absolutely white hot. They have been beating really big established teams. Let's see if they can continue with that. Mm -hmm. I would love for them to take the titles off of the Acclaimed. But I just don't like the Acclaimed as champions at this point. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Acclaimed, the Acclaimed and Guns were, it was boring and absolutely directionless. They are, I am not kidding you, doing a sit-down because Billy Gunn is a father of the Guns and also with the Acclaimed. And they're continuing to do that, killing this fucking division. Right. For no apparent reason, the Acclaimed have just totally flatlined mm -hmm. for me. And a lot of people are starting to see this too. There's less and less of that popularity because they're, they're just not defending the belts. They're not mm -hmm. doing it against right. other good established teams. Right. Now they're going with the guns. And I like the guns, but I'm not sure if they're quite prepared for this. Hager and Starks was absolute death. Please, AEW, get Ricky Starks and Action Andretti away from the Jericho Appreciation Society. They are career killers. They will continue to be. Anybody who's with the group, they're already done. Like, nobody cares about them. But get Action Andretti and Ricky Starks away from them. you got to get rid of this mm -hmm. rivalry. It is killing the momentum of Starks. Absolutely killing him. Uh, Danielson and Bandito was good. Unfortunately, Bandito will go back to catering. And they established that it's going to be Brian Cage versus Brian Danielson next week. It'll probably be good. Let's see what happens with it. Mm -hmm. um, it was a perfect example of how this division is just absolutely broken and uninspired with the women. I'm saying this because it is true. Who is your world champion again? That's right, Jamie Hader. Who's on there? It's not Jamie Hader. And then you right. have then you have Tony Storm and Soraya, the ones that churn heel for no discernible reason. Right. I, don't call some swerve bullshit because I'm pretty sure Vince Russo could have wrote it better. That's true. It should have been Hikaru. Hikaru was the one who gave her kendo stick to the heels last week. Right. Why didn't she churn heel? Right. So no. Now who's gonna be going after? Jamie Hader, who is a heel. Are you going to turn them babyface? That's a joke because there was no reason for it. Right. And finally, Darby Allen and Kushida was good, but they called this a dream match. Where within anybody's dream is this? Because that sounds like a person who does not know wrestling. Right. This is not a dream match. It was a good match. It's not a dream match. No. Kushida and Darby Allen. I like Kushida, but there's not really anybody who I could say, oh, that's a dream match. Right. Now, if you maybe said Ultimo Dragon, maybe Darby Allen, maybe. But at the same time, Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen was like the dream match. Right. People compare them. Right. So, and we already had that bowl of fruits and nuts, right. and that's already dead. So, even though the ratings were a little bit higher, I just did not care. So, Impact, kind of that little sleeper. And I actually found um, uh, the ratings and demo from last week into this week. So, mm -hmm. good. Um, 81,000 people watched it last week and 115 people watched it this week. You mean 115,000? 115,000. They say 115. That's yeah. what I meant to say. So, uh, definitely a big jump. Yeah, that and, is a big jump. And then it was a .02 demo in um, comparison to a .01 demo from last week. Huh. And they were 148 on cable as it relates to viewers. So... Right. Kind of there. Not too bad. They usually only care when it's a 
show 145 and up, if right. I'm not mistaken with that. So, Mickey James and Bully Ray had a very interesting back and forth. Ernest the Cat Miller was there because they're just doing whatever, reasons. and I love it. And just out of nowhere, you have a six person to, to just do it, and it was totally useless. I didn't <laughs> like it. Um, I'm not sure if they hired this Ashley DM voice bitch, but she's good. I like her. Even though I just called her a bitch, it's fine. It was a term of endearment. But uh, they definitely need more knockouts here, even though this is a really solid knockouts division. I think including more of them would just be more of a benefit. Oh, yeah, I think so. So, and Perrazzo getting a win definitely needed, especially for Perrazzo because she was kind of starting to skirt. Right. But now with a win, she's kind of getting back in well, there. Well, she's out of that tag team now, so she's back in the singles division. Right. Um, Taylor Wilde and Killer Kelly had a very interesting match. Hmm. And what I really want to see from them is teaming and going after the Death Dolls for the tag belts. They need new contenders, mm -hmm. and I think that Taylor Wilde and Killer Kelly have a really interesting dynamic where mm -hmm. they're very similar with that pain stuff. Right. It would be very, very cool. I would like it a lot. Uh, Dirty Dango was signed to the company for this match. I'm not sure if he signed fully, but he and Steve Macklin had a match, and it was fine. Um, Macklin just had it so he can have a win because he's pretty much the next contender for the belt, right. uh, which is totally fine. I'm cool with it. And finally, Kenny King and Mike Bailey, their pit fight match was very good. I love the presentation. Excuse me. It just really worked. So I was very happy about this. Now, were there were there people in the in the ring for this? Or were there people in the in the yes. arena for this? Okay. There there were there were people around the edge of the ring to okay. watch this match because what they did, they took off the ropes. Yep. The only thing you saw was the Impact Wrestling graphic on there. It felt very dark, and it right. was really good. It was a very great presentation. Felt like Felt like when Raw did Underground, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it kind of had that feeling. I really liked it. It wasn't as cinematic as Raw Underground, but that was a different era in wrestling. Yeah. So, but they really made this work, and I hope they continue to do this. Mm. See, small stuff just makes it work. They didn't come out during... At the entranceway, they came out through the crowd. Right. And they had people like what they do with the UFC, where they make sure there were no cuts or anything right. like that. And it, it just, it was great. It was a really good way to do this. Mm. Hopefully, this is the end of the rivalry. Right. Let's go on to SmackDown, because SmackDown, uh, 2.113 million next to 2.182 from last week. So, a little bit of a dip. And then it was a 0.5 demo down from a 0.55. And I could not find where within cable this was because this was early speculation on the results because I don't think they record those on weekends. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard, but I found something. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus and the Viking Raiders was good. It actually made the Viking Raiders very credible and relevant. And mm. I'm very happy about that. They lost that match, right? They did. They did lose a match. But at the end of the day, nobody lost. They gave it plenty of time. There was mm. great back and forth. The Viking Raiders didn't just lay down and take it. Right. So I'm very happy about that. The LA Knight match was a great way to showcase... L.A. Knight, who has not been competing a ton, but he doesn't right. really have to. And then also bringing back the Firefly Funhouse, introducing another part of the Wyatt Six. Right. And I'm really starting to like that dynamic. It's very, very good. This was wonderful. I liked it a lot. Uh, the Los Lafarios, despite them losing, actually looked better than Hit Row. Hit Row looked 
awful. They, they look absolutely terrible. It's like, man, Top Dollar is just a, like a vacuum of charisma Pretty and much. actual talent. Yeah, that's true. And then Ashante the Adonis is good, and I really like the combination of Adonis and Fab. Mm. Like, that's kind of where I want to see. Um, Flair and DeVille was actually a good segment with good stuff, and Sony DeVille really shined. Mm-hmm. She's really starting to get it, and Pina Gallery and I talked about this. If they really take their time with Sonya, she possibly could be the breakout star this year. She's doing that good right now. So let's cross our fingers here that that's going to be the case. Right. Brawling Brutes and Imperium was good, but why did the Brawling Brutes have to be kicked out of the tournament so early? Right. Very strange, but it is what it is. And... Um, the Mas- the Maximum Male Models and Legato Del Fantasma stuff, Masse was missing. And they did this whole online thing about him being missing. And then all of a sudden, oh, he's back just whatever. He just shows back he, up. He just shows back up wearing his nicest boxers, his wrestling gear. It was just really bad. Um, but Legato won, so it's totally fine. Uh, and then Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. This continues just a spin in the mud all day. It's like, oh my well, god! Hopefully, please. hopefully this is the end of There's it. There's one the more Rumble. week. I know. There's one more week of this. It's like they made the match, but it's like when you have them on Raw and on SmackDown, it's like they run out of material pretty quick. Exactly. This is why the roster has to be continuously separated. It just doesn't work. Right. It. I, I can't think the last time that if it did work, like, at all. It's just, like, same thing over and over and over. Like, Jesus, effing H. They tried something here, but at the same time, it was hard. Uh, By the way, Michael Cole did mention the Briscoe, Mm -hmm. and also some of them had them boys' armbands. Good for them. I couldn't find anything from Rampage, but I'm pretty sure Rampage was absolutely embarrassing, just in demo and reports. Um, But Brian Cage, or no, it was Ethan Page, and Jack Perry, that was a good opener. It set up for the tag team match, which was strange, but I'll allow it. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Ortiz was actually good. The dynamic of these two was fine, and I hope this is not the ending of this. I hope it's like Eddie Kingston had just had to get this out, and maybe now we can talk because it was just really good. Where it's a direct chair shot, no back and forth, just bam, boom, out of the building. Makes sense for Kingston. Right. Uh, Brian Cage and Willie Mack had a good match, and it was a good showing of who's facing Brian Danielson on Dynamite. But why do it on Rampage? Why Uh, not do it the week of and then say, okay, this is your next challenger for Brian Danielson. Let's put him in front of the most people that we have instead of the show that has less than half of our main show, which is Dynamite. So just kind of weird. But overall, it was a good presentation. Uh, the baddies match was literally absolutely nothing this entire division with both belts. It's just death. Nobody cares. And finally, Daniel Garcia and Action Andretti was actually the best thing here, which was surprising because I really gave Action Andretti a lot of shit. But he actually managed to showcase some good stuff during this match, and it was something that I was missing contextually right. with him. Uh, Daniel Garcia continues to be bland and absolutely nothing. Now he's wearing leather pants, looking like a total idiot. And Jericho and Guevara on commentary should never exist. They are so insufferable. I want to rip their throats out and shove them up their ass. They're that bad. But, you know, once again, the Jericho Jericho Appreciation Society is just absolute death. It's a death group. If you're a part of this group, it is a nothing. Right. So... 
that's kind of where we are. That was the week. That was my soapbox peanut gallery. Did you see anything within these shows that you wanted to add? Any nope. anything to nope. anything? And I don't I don't watch the shows. I do watch quite a few of the highlights of the show, so I have a pretty good idea of what's going on. I just don't right. watch the shows in its entirety. Right. So that's kind of why I wanted to see if you wanted to add anything. No, I didn't to see it. anything that stood out that you didn't already cover. Okay, perfect. So uh, when we come back. Pina Gallery is going to be talking about a very sensitive subject, and that's pretty much going to be the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, join us for that. All right, and we are back. Pina Gallery, what are we talking about? Well, obviously, we got to talk about what happened on Tuesday. Um, if you have not, if you lived under a rock, you know what's been going on. Um, but I want to talk about I want to talk about this from a different angle because I think that this death more than most, I think, has shown a light on the internet wrestling community in a good and in a bad way. Um, and I'm going to start off with the positives because there's a lot more positives and there are, well, there are, there are a lot more, there, are, there aren't a lot more negatives, but I think the negative stuff needs to be addressed as well because yep. I still think that people just don't get this. Um, you know, I... I think that the, the the wrestling community as a whole, the people who are actual wrestlers, producers, managers, like the people who actually work in the business, they're all on they're 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 all in understanding with what's been going on, how this affects the wrestling community. Right. Um, you know, especially those who have been closest to Jay. Um and you know, of course, the it's been just everywhere. The the pouring out of hearts and and, and all of this kind of stuff was very uh, was was very commendable. From no matter no matter which company you are you, you were a part of, you always got you know you 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 understand that when a death happens, that you have to pay your respects because right. the wrestling community as a whole is very tight. Yeah, they're very tight knit. We came together after the tragedy happened. Right. Um, the GoFundMe for the um, for the surviving two daughters who are mm-hmm. still in the hospital, uh, yeah, that reached its goal. I think it was like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars the last time that yeah, I, I checked. Yeah, I think it's over like two million. And now, the up, and, the, like and a positive update is that I think the youngest is getting her feeling back in her lower extremities. Yeah, they're both right they're now. both in wheelchairs right now, so they're expected to walk again at some right. point. So. Yeah, no, they're they're doing. They're doing okay, relatively. Right. Um. So it's not like the Nats there. And once again, we do not know what happened. Right. We don't uh, know why it happened. Um. But we anyways, won't, we won't know until the autopsy. Right. So so anyways, wrestling community comes together all well and good. That's just how the wrestling community is. Now let's talk about the internet wrestling community. Let's talk about the fans. Now. I think that most fans are in agreement with, for the most part, everything that that the wrestlers and the wrestling companies and the the wrestling community has said. No matter which company, I think right? Most of them have, but we gotta talk about the few that want to make everything into a war. Yep. And so, for example, when we talk about like Triple H, um, when Triple H made his statement, uh, there were some bad actors out there who criticized him for not signing the Briscoes or. Or criticize them for, or criticize them for being on the bandwagon. I know this has been extended to a lot of other individuals as well. Um, even people who work for the company, like the people who are even criticizing, like Tony Khan, for his, you know, his his condolences, or or uh, you know, other WWE wrestlers. Um, they were being criticized by certain fans, and I saw this, and I want to address it because it's not okay. Right. 
there was a, there was a time and a place to do stuff right. like that, and this was not the time nor the place. Right. And then you know, and when people say that the internet wrestling community is toxic, well, this is what this is exactly what we're talking about here. Even in the face of death, people will still find a way to criticize another uh, a wrestler or a, a manager or, or or another company. Right. It's like, well, why didn't WWE do a tribute show? Why didn't they sign them? So number one, the Briscoes have been offered contracts yes. to the WWE multiple times, yes. and they turned them down. Yeah, the they Briscoes, turned down every single offer that I think WWE's extended them offers like four or five times now, throughout their careers. Now, they did have a tryout, and yep. I think we should just probably talk about the tweet that Jay sent 10 years ago that basically haunted him until his passing. Mm -hmm. So they rescinded the tryout because literally they were in Florida getting ready for the tryout when Jay sent that tweet. Mm. So that's why WWE did not do that. Years later, they did try to sign them because they became more established. Right. But, you know, uh, Jim Cornette actually broke this down really well on his podcast because he was very close with the Briscoes. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know... You have to you have to take it with a huge grain of salt because there were people saying, "Oh my God, why are people supporting this homophobic white trash blah 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 for this?" It's like it was a tweet ten years ago. Right? Can you not realize that people can change? Right. Like I, I, this is kind of where we kind of cross paths with some of you people in the IWC because you just don't let shit go. Right. Like, and, you, and you also just don't get it either. It's, right. It's it's very. It's, it's insensitive yes, it's, that you're saying about it right. now. It's, it's like why why now? Because he died? Because now now you can do this and because it's trending. Right. It's like this is if you want attention, this is not the way to get it. Right. And this, this is coming from me, who right. was just a who was just a nightmare on social media basically, especially on Twitter, which right. you should follow me. But at the same time, it's like where, 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 you know, where and why, why and how and 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 what are you doing? And the wrestlers have come out like Effie, who's openly gay, said that that was not the Briscoe that I met. Right. What the Briscoe that I met was very caring and very inclusive and all of that. Which you know, if you're a wrestler, you should be because you're going to be meeting those kinds of right. people. Right. So, so that's kind of where that kind of turns people off from wrestling because of the community is so toxic. It, tr it turns people away from AEW too because right. a lot of those people were AEW fans. Right. And it's like the, the AEW fans are toxic. I well, don't yeah. call them – they are not wrestling fans. If you only blindly support AEW and any anything, any slight change is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Like any person who says a criticism about AEW – they're bad. You're and, not a wrestling fan. Right. And and see, that is kind of where I want to kind of go into another topic, too, is that I think these wrestlers are given a voice. I mean, these wrestling fans have been given a voice now. It's kind of like MAGA, you know, um, ironically, because <laughs> you have a you have someone at the at the head who you worship like a god and that's exactly what people do in in the maga cult it's 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 a cult is what it is it's, right. it's not a it's dying it's, it's it's dying a death right now right. but at the same time you can't just blindly support this like if you want to be an actual wrestling fan you have to look at everything right. you have to say i like the sport it's it's like um oh god i made a great analogy oh it's it's like liking a football team right. without liking football. Right. It's like I have to because I live in this city. We live in Vegas. 
But I would say that we support the Broncos more because I like football. Right. You know, especially around the Super Bowl. It's right. like, I'll watch it. You know, it's all fun and games. Right. But with wrestling, I have I treat it the same way. There are wrestlers that I really like. There are aspects with all companies that I really like. But the IWC, especially AEW fans, are like, nah. They just pout and pout and just attack you. It's like, oh, my God. And I haven't seen as much, you know, again, we have to talk about Mari Miller, too, because she – uh, came out this week and said that she committed suicide last week. Well, she attempted. Attempted. She attempted. Sorry, she if she committed suicide. She was she not being heard. Right. Yeah. It um, was right before the battle royal, too. It was. So um, let's talk about this because I didn't see as much backlash from it. I think it was harder for this one because Amari Miller put it out on TikTok that uh. she wanted to commit, uh, that she attempted on her life. She mentioned something on her other social media platforms right. after the fact, but she just, um, but she kind of turned it around. Obviously, there's support right. there, and there's, and I, I think there's more support for her because she is not being followed by a lot of AEW stands. Yeah, and that's the other issue is that it's like there, there is a time and place, and people just didn't do that with right. her. People did it with Jay. Right. And it's tragic. And it's like, look at the differences here. Right. What look is what is what is the common denominator? One of them was associated with AEW. And one and of them is associated, of them is associated with WWE. So you're not going to get a lot of fans following her, especially NXT. She's just a rookie. So, you know, we, we do have to, again, this is something that had to be mentioned because there's a huge difference that I saw. Between, oh, the yeah, between right. those two reactions. And, and again, I think a lot of it just has to do with, um, obviously, there's more coverage of, of, of Jay Briscoe than there is of Amari Miller. Um, but it's because Jay Briscoe actually died. Right. But, you know, we have to look at who, who follows them, who, who do they associate themselves with. And I think the fan base says a lot about what's been going on. Right. Um, and then we even have to go a little further back and talk about Kylie Ray when she had her problems. You know, that wasn't something that was uh, hugely criticized. I mean, at the time it was. But you have to look at the fans that she has, you know. Right. Like she was in NWA that, and Impact right. Wrestling at the time of her mental breakdown. Now, she's had a couple of them. Yeah, she's had but, a couple. But at the same time, it's like there was more outpouring of support than anything. Right. Nobody tried to criticize um, also, well, there was criticism in the way that she did it. Oh, that's but true. There yes, wasn't criticism in the fact that she had these problems. Exactly. Right. Or, or that she had to step away from the business. Right. For for a while, but there just wasn't that level of just vitriol that, right. uh, that I see. And, and again, I think it's because these people who are bad actors in the internet wrestling space are given a voice, or they are more confident about being the bad person. Right. You know, that, that you just don't expect it before. Right, exactly. And um, with AEW, they cultivated this kind yes, of toxicity from day one. Yes, they did. From day yep. one, they cultivated this because they were going right after the E from the yep, word go. They were going right if after If they it. were like, this is just an alternative form, you can't go back seas at this point. Right. It, it doesn't exist. It right. doesn't happen. Right. You know, um, and, you know, we can talk about even before that right. with the outpouring of support when Eddie Guerrero passed right. away. Uh, social media wasn't as prevalent in 2005, 2004, 2004 when, the, he, when he died. But at the same time, it was an outpouring of support. And right. people, for the most part, with Jay, when they were talking about Jay, it was support. And right. I think it was all well and good. But we got to talk about the Warner Brothers stuff because I think it's a lie. Oh, okay. I do not believe Warner Brothers stopped them. 
because at the same time, why didn't they make it publicly clear right. if they did or not? They have been suspiciously silent on this matter. Right. And I think that AEW was not prepared for the tribute show to go live and they couldn't get it. Not because Jay said what he said. It's because AEW does not have the pull that they used to. Right. And I think Warner Brothers... They might have been a little bit worried, but they would have said something right. about. There would have been a pushback. There would have been a pushback, and they would have publicly made it clear of this is why we did not allow a tribute show. There has been no evidence that I have seen mm -hmm. of Warner Brothers stating the otherwise. And once again, dirt sheets. Right. We, we've run into this issue before, especially yeah. with the Saudis getting people all riled up for no backup information. Right. You know why? That's the culture. Right. That is the culture that those people cultivated. And 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 most of the IWC wrestling sheets are like those fans. They like they like AEW. They right. like to have that. And it's right. Like, They're no. very pro AEW. Right. And There's it's like, a very strong bias. Oh, a very strong bias. And it's like look at look right. at the stuff that you guys are doing because then you get pie in your face. You look like a bunch of idiots. Mm -hmm. And then people on the outside, you know what they're doing? They're not going to be watching your guys' product. Right. They're going to go to where they feel welcome. Right. AEW fans, they do not welcome outsiders. No. If you do not like everything AEW, you are not there. And there were people that were tweeting, and this is like a thing, that I have to support the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're associated with the cons. What weird culty-ass shit is that? <laughs> that is some weird culty-ass shit. That is the weirdest culty. I never get that from WWE people. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> No. Never. And I've been watching WWE for years, for yeah. decades at this point. Yeah. No other company has ever had this. TNA in their prime never had anything. No, they didn't. Like I was going to mention that too. It's like TNA did not have that. NWA, at least the current version of it, never had that issue. Right. It's only been AEW that has had this weird cult like you're with us or against us mentality. Right. And that's it's what churns us versus people. them. That's what churns people off. You ran away yeah. one of the founders of the company with Cody. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised if Kenny Omega and the Bucks are going to be right behind them. Because yep. you know it's going to happen. Yeah, eventually. Inevitably. I, I don't see New Japan have this problem right. either. Yeah, I know. New Japan doesn't have that issue. Nope. But, you know, that's just kind of what we're dealing with, I think. It, it just it exposed what the internet wrestling community can do. We are a very, It's a very passionate group of people. And if we don't shape up this stuff will right. continuously happen. Yep, it will. And it's so problem. I hate saying this because I think it's ridiculous. It's problematic. Yeah, it is. Like, if you think anything is problematic, the AEW fan base is fucking problematic. Oh, absolutely. You know, one hundred percent problematic. Shit. You guys, you guys, <laughs> mask yourself from the fucking truth. You don't listen to outside perspectives if it's negative in any way, shape, or form. And I gave AEW a lot of praise during my right. soapbox. So. Like, what do you want us to do here? Right. You know, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> but that's pretty much all I have at this point. Yeah, is, I, I think. Is, is just, we had to address it because I saw a lot of crap from the mm -hmm. community. I did too. With, with this. And of course, this is the biggest story of the week. But we got to be better. We Absolutely. Gotta do better. Absolutely. So, uh, let's talk about next week. So, next week will be a Saturday show, yep. not Royal, a Sunday we show. We are going to be doing the Royal Rumble. Yep. And, yes, yeah, Saturday show. So look forward to that. Yes, and if you did enjoy this, remember to like, follow, subscribe. 
rate it wherever you're listening or watching this on let us know what you think in the comments wherever they are follow us on all of our social medias everything will be in the link tree right next to me the link there or in the description wherever you're listening on but as always be majestic